Hey, I'm Sarah. I'm Chloe. Welcome to the Cabin Fever edition of Warriors, Bards, and Brews. This is a Warriors, Bards, and Brews one, right? Not Feminist Killjoys? Yeah, why not? Sure, okay. Warriors, Bards, and Brews, why not? We've been stuck inside for a week, and we're gone fucking crazy. As everyone has. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's yeah. uh, it's not fun. If you're uh, outside, not social distancing, um, I'm going to find you once it's all over and kick you square in the junk, because <laughs> you're the problem. Stay away from people. Stay the fuck home and listen to podcasts. Please. Please. Because I cannot live my life like this. <laughs> we live in a very small, dark apartment. It's not like we can just, like, gallivant around our estate or anything. And, um, no. Our balcony is, like, what, six feet by f- two? Yeah. And I, I, I really... I basically run on, like, hugs and sunshine, so... You're a Labrador. Yeah. Not being able to see my friends has been really rough. Um, Pray for me, because I'm stuck in this tiny little apartment with her. Yeah. Um... <laughs> One of the things that I do when I am sick or otherwise not feeling very well is that I watch murder mystery shows, particularly <laughs> Miss Fisher's Murder Mysteries, which I've seen like a thousand times. The movie uh, Miss Fisher and the Crypt of Tears came out yesterday. It's good fun. And also what we're doing an episode on today, which is Murder, She Wrote, which I only started watching for the first time very recently so i've watched like seven episodes of season one now i used to watch it as a kid and i lived with my grandparents so i had a literal flashback when i heard the theme song last <laughs> night <laughs> it's i love how true crime is all their age and we're doing a podcast not even about xena on our xena podcast about a fake murder show and it's so silly and delightful and the episode that we're going to talk about is season one episode six it's a dog's life which is honestly within the first two minutes it just goes completely bonkers and it stays bonkers anyway there's some uh, there's some crazy shit that happens that i never thought i would see on tv or in the movies or anything well this and... is 1984 this is like the height of the cocaine years <laughs> I think this was the year that McFleetwood went bankrupt or something because he put all of his money up his nose. So this is right on, on par with a, a coke-fueled writing binge. That's that's why I think we're at with this. Anyway, if you're struggling, I really recommend watching lighthearted and the key being lighthearted murder mystery shows because um, they're very distracting and fun and you don't really have to focus on like too much of a continued storyline because the episodes are usually pretty self-contained. So. Yeah, there's, I don't think there's any overarching, like, major moral lesson or plot of Murder, She Wrote seasons. <laughs> it's just, like, old lady finds a murder scene, solves murder. <laughs> so many murders. She finds so she many finds all murders. the murders. <laughs> okay, let's, we've watched this last night, and it was a shit show. Let's watch it again and talk about it more this time. <laughs> <laughs> there's going to be no, like, deep no. analysis of this, because there's nothing deep to be said. No. But- so it starts off, so this is, Jessica Fletcher is the author, and she is currently in the South, where, but it looks like England. Yeah, so basically Jessica Fletcher is a mystery novelist, and she gets a little bit well-known, and she claims she's not a detective, yet she goes around solving all these murders that she just happens across all the time. Yeah, I feel like it's, she should be thought of as a murder suspect way more than she usually is, like, because she happens to find murders like on a weekly basis. Like, like this show went for at least 12 seasons and had like 23 episodes per season so that's like hundreds of murders that she came across yeah. just accidentally as she was going about her day so i mean i would be very suspicious of the murder writer finding constant murder scenes <laughs> <laughs> listen how jaunty this theme song is i love it 
And she's just like fucking running through the fields and like waving at people. Waving at boats. It's so... Yeah. Shooting a pretend gun and then like typing on an old school typewriter. (laughs) But now she's wearing a trench coat. Oh no, she's solving murders. (laughs) I had a literal flashback at this last night. Like, holy shit. (laughs) I think I remember like seeing it on at some point when I was a kid, but I I really never watched it, so... Yeah, I remember there was this in Golden Girls and Empty Nest. Those are the ones my grandparents watched, which kind of probably says a lot of me as a person now. <laughs> I spent my youth watching that. So this is like, okay, so they're in the South, but it clearly looks like, you know, the Wily Windy Moors. Songbirds singing, like a songbird. And the <laughs> like cousin. Like sounds like she's singing. Um, and the cousin she's visiting appears to be English. Yeah. Um, so, so they're in they're south of the Mason Dixon line at this point. I think it's fair to say. <laughs> I don't really understand like who all these people are in relation to one another. I know there's like a bunch of sisters. Yeah. Did you see the caption? Sinister music. Dun 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 dun. <laughs> there's a horse. There's a horse named Sawdust. Why the long face? Ayo. <laughs> <laughs> and someone is drugging the horse. I mean, but this we is. We don't see who. Oh, mystery! The mystery is starting. There's mystery afoot. <laughs> the horse is clearly like, I don't like any of this. Pla, fuck. Pla, 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 pla. <laughs> the horse is like, flat. Why isn't this an apple bitch? <laughs> <laughs> they actually have the maids in like old timey, like old fashioned maid outfits. This is insanity. And there's like a lot of dudes wearing top hats, and this is like the stodgiest get together I have ever seen in my life. It's so only, many old white people. There's only white people. Only all white people. I uncomfortable thinking about being in this crowd. That dude has some high-waisted pants. <laughs> so Tri- is Trish is Trish the cousin? No. No. Okay. Uh, but Trish is one of the sisters and is hitting on a married man, and this is apparently a thing that she does a lot. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So his- <laughs> so Ch- <laughs> Jerry Curry from The Runaways is uh, an extra in this. <laughs> I wouldn't call her an extra. She's a, she has a guest guest, guest appearance. Um, <laughs> she's, she's in heavy metal, and it all sounds like cats and heat. And she's so does Aunt Trish, apparently. <laughs> because I forgot that uh, Miss Curry left the runways and started a uh, slow acting career. Oh my Jesus, the airy fairy Morgana. She has an actual astral projectionist. She really does not try to pretend like we're on the same planet. <laughs> she doesn't look well. She no. looks like she's. Okay, this is creepy. That's a painter who knew his horse flesh. Look at those withers. Not that I spent a lot of time eyeing horses. horses. This dude has definitely fucked a horse. <laughs> like, she, he keeps saying that he hasn't, you know, done anything creepy with the horses, but the more he protests. Yeah. It's a toast is to life, love, and a nice set of withers. Like, this dude is definitely a horse fucker. I don't want to know what gender of the horse he's been fucking, but he's... You can see the fucking tape on the ground for the markings. <laughs> where they have to stand. Oh my god. I didn't notice that. I just noticed that. Those, those little T's in masking tape. That's where they have to stand. Oh my god. This must be like a new cameraman who did not know what they were doing. So anyway, Jessica's talking to two creepy old men. Yeah. All poor Tom's got is that miserable 600... Denton and his BFF, who I'm pretty sure is his gay lover, but that's fine. Yep. Oh, another one of these. Thank you. Coffee. <laughs> Jessica's like, I'll have some coffee instead of fucking 18-ounce martinis. So we have crows, and one of the crows is currently looking at me through the curtain with a very snarly look because I didn't feed them today. They're making a lot of noise. They're making a lot of noise. It's nesting season. Yeah. For crows and lesbians. 
<laughs> except all the lesbians are in quarantine. Sarah said, is it nesting season the other day? And I literally... I had to specify. That, I thought they were talking about lesbians. And I was like, no, it's the opposite of nesting season right now. We're coming into spring, except we all are nesting because of COVID-19. But, you know. <laughs> it's COVID season. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's Teddy. There's the beagle. Anyway, we were just introduced to... Um, to Jessica's cousin Abby, who is English for some reason, and um, I think it's a show that Angela, or Angela, Jessica's woman of the world. Yeah, <laughs> she travels. And a dog, a beagle named Teddy. Yep, yeah, and this bitch is drunk and throwing glasses around the yard. It's dangerous to the horse. Go kiss up the father. Father. I don't think she knows what her accent's supposed to be at this no, point. No. I don't think anybody knows where they are in this episode. So are they in England? Oh, are they no, they're, in I the think they're, they're in the south. No, I know they are, but... <laughs> Some of the real beasts walk on two legs. Why is Jessica wearing the riding hat when she's not going to actually, like take part in the fox hunt thing. I think she does. So yeah, they have some like really gross extended fox hunt, which we thankfully don't really see anything gory in it, but I, can I just say how much I hate fox hunting? It is the most cruel thing. I'm not even saying all hunting is necessarily bad. If someone's going and like shooting a deer for food or something, I don't really care. Yeah, if, if, you're, if your life depends on you hunting something to keep, you know, sustain your family and do business. But this, but fox hunts and trophy hunting are fucking disgusting and no one can tell me otherwise. Yeah. And this music is so like, la la la, we're gonna go have a good time, murdering some foxes really cruelly. Well, they're not gonna murder the fox, the mouse gets murdered. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many white people. God. This is hell. This is my hell. <laughs> what, the hunting or the white people? <laughs> that many Both. white people and the hunting. <laughs> that many white people with guns, no good can come from this. <laughs> <laughs> the scenery is nice, I like horses, I like beagles, but um, everything else sucks. Oh, should we give a shout out to our new friend Jello? We met a nine-week-old, long-haired... Met, met via social distance. Yeah, via... So, and by met, I mean I screamed, oh my god, at it from, like, Six four feet away. meters away. Yeah. Um, auburn hair, long-haired, nine-week-old mini dachshund named Jello. She's very cute. Cutest thing I've ever seen in my life. So we've seen three wiener dogs in the twice we went out this week to buy groceries. It's pretty much been the highlight of my week. Yes. Ew. Ew. Oh, when dudes. Okay, here's the thing. When dudes think a woman is flirting with them, and then they say, "Oh, if I was X number of years younger," that doesn't make it better. It's no. just It's still all around creepy, and you should never do that. Just this. These old men really don't know how to not be creepy. That's been established yeah. very quickly. Yeah. And Sawdust, the old horse who cannot really go fast, is now just ripping around the <laughs> the yard like he's on he's on drugs. Yeah. So, oh, because he, he is. This could be like a scene from Bojack. <laughs> Tally ho. Okay, the horse like jumped the world's smallest bush. <laughs> like, I don't think he would die if this actually happened. He might be kind of banged up and have a broken leg or something. But Yeah, I mean, the horse clearly knows what it's fucking doing, even if it's on drugs. So in true murder she wrote form, Jessica is there at a murder. Oh, he just put the jacket over the corpse. <laughs> And leave it. Like this, they just continue. Just like honestly, I think I think the show is like the visual personification of the song of the night that Patty Murphy died. <laughs> and now his, his fucking lover is coming over to like touch his still warm body. 
There's so much touching of There's evidence. There's so much on touching this of show. evidence. This is so bad. Like this Jessica so manhandles bad. everything. Like don't he okay, this this dude, like the old dude from next door, literally walked over to the corpse and like poked at it. And now there's some amazing overacting of what's her face crying on him. <laughs> you would, okay, you would think they would have this like roped off at this point. There's a literal dead body. And you'd have the coroner, you'd have a sheet over it, you'd have all this shit done, but no. We're gonna like leave Buddy out here in the wilderness. I mean they are kind of out in nowhere a little bit. Yeah, that's why you gotta like fucking put sheets on them and stuff. You fucking birds pecking at them. <laughs> Ew. Are you the vet? Can you deal with the corpse? He's halfway to the next county by now, but he'll come home when he comes down a bit. Oh yeah, she wants to test the horse. She wants to fucking call in the drug, drug board for the horse. I think she's having a lot of fun with her fake accent and overacting. Why is she the only one who's English if she, all her sisters are American? Uh, I don't know. Did war, she get was she, was she a war baby? Maybe she was a war baby. I don't know. <laughs> what is this butch ass jacket she got on with the, with the skirt that looks like it was my grandmother's couch? It's wrong, Jess. Death is wrong. His death is wrong. Okay. Was he really? I don't, I don't know. Unhappy underneath it. Was he unhappy because he was in the closet because he wanted to fuck the horse or his next door neighbor? <laughs> Also, he was rich, and she thinks Abby thinks it was a murder, so someone could get his money. Mm-hmm. If she gets any of the money, she should fix that hair of hers. <laughs> I would love to know the budget the 80s shows had for hairspray, because she could stand in a Category 5 hurricane, and that hair would not move. Her face would be peeling off, that hair would not move. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised it has any give at all. She's shaking her head, She's, and yeah. it's kind of, like, just the little, the ends are moving a little like bit. Like a tiny but... little curl. Is that a black wreath? That is fucking goth as hell. <laughs> Who are these people? <laughs> oh, the lawyer should have been here three minutes ago. I'm going to pour some vodka into a glass and have that as my breakfast. Trish is a drunk. That's what we're getting at here. Yes. Oh, the, her name is Morgan. Oh my God, she's reading tea leaves. What is she wearing? Yes. And this vaguely culturally appropriate of jackets. Vaguely. Thanks. I feel like they would probably have this in the in the script as Chinese jackets. Yeah. Because <laughs> you know they were not PC in the 80s by oh, any no, stretch. No. In one of the other episodes, she was standing in front of like a... She was in a building where there was a Confederate flag. Oh, no, it's, it's later in this. Is it this one? Yeah. Yeah. I love that the, I love the Terry Curry's character is named Echo. And she's supposed to be a rebel. She's a rebel who likes heavy metal. And I'm like, okay. She looks like Republican housewife. <laughs> this is hilarious. This is the newest technology a living will. It's a fucking VHS tape. What's that, a movie? No, Trish, this is... The latest in will technology. I didn't realize the wills were a technological advancement. He gets so fucking shady in this video. Friends and kinfolk. I've been through a lot of trouble putting this little show together, so I hope you all enjoy it. By the way, this is all legal as hell. This is a very weird prequel to Knives Out. <laughs> hell illegal. Well, actually, it is. I think I'll prolong the suspense. As long as he actually signed a will mm-hmm. after do- before after doing the video, it is this actually still is legal. Blowing up your clients. <laughs> but I never thought lobbying for dictators a decent job for. So the, one of the kids is a fucking lobbyist? I don't know. 
not a spoiled child. <laughs> That's brutal. You know, guzzling martinis the way you used to. <laughs> She's like, this is not a martini, this is just vodka. <laughs> Fuck you. Collecting men instead of dolls. So he's slut shaving her real bad. Morgana, you're not a bad woman. You've just got no common sense. Coming out of your fantasy world. <laughs> Coming out of your fantasy world. mixed up daughter of yours. Yeah, Echo Echo's. Sherry Curry is yeah. uh, Morgana's Echo. daughter. something stirring underneath Unique haircut. She looks like a... It's just, know, old man. It, her hair looks like Republican housewife hair. Like, it doesn't look that like weird. in the 80s. No, yeah, like, 80s Republican like, housewife. Everybody's hair looks fucking weird. Yeah. It is vaguely asymmetrical, though, so... Yeah, oh. yeah. Oh. <laughs> the first person he talks to that he loves and he said, I'm going to miss you is his neighbor. They were clear. So maybe they had a threesome with the horse. <laughs> I don't think he's just his, he's like his best friend forever. Well, no, but I'm saying I, like, I don't think it's just like his next door neighbor. I think he's like been friends with him. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. he's also probably loving them. Oh, yeah, totally. So the, the kids get nothing. The neighbor gets something, the caretaker gets, the security guard gets something. So $15 million to be divided up amongst the children, or so they think. <laughs> a modest family trust is going to the family, and the fucking dog gets all the money. $15 million. Teddy the fucking beagle gets $15 million. Silly music playing was the cue there in the captions. This seriously is like the weirdest prequel to Knives Out. This is a Satan's dog. Really, we didn't know that. He's even got the same accent as Buddy from uh, Knives Out. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Both actors are having way too much fun oh, doing yeah. the voices. <laughs> this dog is so fucking cute. I love beagles. Hello, Ethan. Ethan, it looks like I may not be home for a few Who the hell is Ethan? Who the fuck's Ethan? <laughs> <laughs> is Ethan her houseboy? <laughs> she was fixing her drain before. Ethan is her houseboy. <laughs> like, how does she just find so many fucking murders? <laughs> so which one is... They all look the same with the bad hair. Which one is this? Is this, is this Trish? This is Abby. Abby's giving riding lessons to somebody. Yeah. Wait, maybe Abby is not a sis- their sister. I don't thought she was the cousin. Why is she there? I have no idea what's going on. Who? Like, who's this guy? <laughs> their brother. Oh, okay. He's the one with the dictator. Teddy is. <laughs> Teddy is her employer now. <laughs> some very serious accusations, Miss Freestone. If I were you, I'd be careful. Very careful. Sounds like a threat. Are you the murderer? Like, I just don't know. Like, I know she's Jessica's cousin, but I have no idea who she is in relation to all these other people. No, I honestly, like, we're not really super invested in this, so I don't think we're supposed to really... (laughs) That's a bold pop collar. Trisha's Gemini is in the Ascendant, and her Capricorn is at a very low ebb, so she's fucked, basically. (laughs) 3L, Racine, and a black oak tree. (laughs) The moon was in the seventh house, (laughs) and Jupiter aligns with Mars. (laughs) Oh, the horses are escaping. 
and Teddy is Gus. <laughs> okay, this dude is like backed in a corner from a beagle. Like, man, it's a beagle. Well, no, it can do damage if it's really mad. It's not like a chihuahua. Do beagle, do, I'm more scared of a chihuahua than a beagle, I'm sorry. I know, but chihuahuas are smaller. <laughs> Have you ever got bitten by a chihuahua? Those things are fucking evil. Excuse me, but whatever that is, would it have the same effect on a horse? Suddenly she's a fucking vet. No, My aunt had a chihuahua named Mitzi. And Mitzi hated everybody except for Amona. And we all hated Mitzi. Because <laughs> Mitzi was a bitch. Mitzi was... My aunt, my aunt didn't have children, she just had Mitzi. And uh, she would pre-chew food and take it to family gatherings in a Tupperware container and You've give it to Mitzi. You've told me this so many times and it's still so disgusting. Yes, I'm, I'm telling the listeners now I know. so they can be equally horrified. I told a friend of mine this recently and every time I just look at her and I say Mitzi, she just like cries laughing now. <laughs> I told her all the stories about Aunt Mona and Mitzi. Mitzi is the perfect name. There's nobody It was the fucking been... ugliest, bug-eyed, dumb-looking fucking chihuahua and everybody hated it. She had a poster-sized portrait of this fucking dog over her couch in a living room. <laughs> Nothing and no one good is ever named Mitzi. No. <laughs> no, this dog was a piece of shit. Thank you so much, Mr. Teddy's coming home. Abby, I really think you Teddy's coming home. Oh, it's leaf season in Maine. Just come back to Maine with me. Is it bad that I kind of like her purple blazer a little bit? I mean, the purple blazer is—it's a look. I mean, it's very—it's very eighties, but eighties are coming back-ish. I guess we're back to the nineties now. You can pull off that blazer, I think. I think so. The hair, not so much, though. I wouldn't have that hair. Ever, so how are we so. all doing with the uh, uh, quarantine hairstyles? Chloe had to cut my hair last week because I look like a fucking chia pet. I cut both her hair and I did an amazing job with, despite having no training, watching no tutorials. And, and only having one hand. And only having one functional hand that is barely functional, actually. <laughs> it's arthritic and has, I have carpal tunnel. <laughs> it's like 80% functional. Yeah. So they took the dog to the lawyer. Because that's a normal thing to do. That's a normal thing to do. The dog is really going to be able to speak its case. <laughs> speak, boy. Shake. <laughs> if you give the dog a treat for saying something on trial, is that bribery? <laughs> Mr. Boswell, it's your broker. It's the third time he's called today. Oh, he's, his broker's calling. Mmm. Want a broker's deal with money? Money, please. <laughs> this dog is just like basically being carried around. <laughs> this dog is having a good time filming. This. I do wonder if it's if they're carrying around so much because he doesn't listen to directions. And the gentleman from DC, Gary Deems. His specialty is breaking wills. So breaking wills, I guess they're gonna try and like. Um, oh, what's the, the actual? Oh, challenge the will. I think is the actual phrase. Yeah. Oh my god, this dog's so cute! Oh, his eyes! Look at the big sad beagle eyes! <laughs> <laughs> One of the first rules of, of acting on, like on film is do not look directly into the camera, and this beagle is breaking every fucking rule, and I love it. <laughs> this dog's eyes is like boring into the screen. <laughs> also, someone has launched a lawsuit against the dog. Right, Teddy? This dog is no pussy cat. Teddy's like fairly comatose in this bitch's arms. There's a loophole in the will? Like a rat hole. A rat hole, okay. Yes, you see his Dude, sounds like Foghorn Leghorn. Now see ya! 
So you think he's crazy for leaving his money to his dog? I mean, that happens quite a bit. Like, no, 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 no. They're saying that Denshin is totally sane, but what about the dogs? Oh, the dog. <laughs> if a court declares a dog mentally incompetent, that's ridiculous. The fact that someone actually wrote the phrase, if a court declares a dog mentally incompetent. <laughs> I mean, of anybody in this room I trust, it's going to be the dog. Yeah. How you doing, you son of a gun? Is that right? Literally, fuck off. Well, I said. Hey, boy. So was Foghorn Leghorn like a super racist character? I'm not calling really... everybody boy because that's like a super white dude thing to say about like I'm not really familiar with Foghorn Leghorn, but that is a super racist yeah. thing to do. Yeah, the very large white Never. chicken Never. rooster from Bugs Bunny. Oh. Now see here. <laughs> yeah, that's really that's iffy. super super iffy. Yeah, I just I I thought about that for a while. Like I love Bugs Bunny. I I grew up watching Bugs Bunny. But it's problematic as shit. Oh God, yeah. I mean the the real racist things in the wartime <laughs> it was super racist <laughs> also speedy gonzalez that's a that's a whole other thing also teddy is trying to get into the security room apparently he does it every yeah. night he comes for a visit he's a very cute dog so the security guard is accompanying the paintings that denton had to the gallery or something i think he's gonna be fired yeah so Trish is rolling up and she's hammered. She probably shouldn't drive drunk. No, like she's really, really hammered. Yeah. And she's trying to buzz the gate. Oh, and she fell. <laughs> like through the gate that's opening. <laughs> Teddy, watch the place while I'm gone. So Teddy's just going to sit there and like man the house. Teddy's a very good boy. <laughs> I love how Teddy's wagging his tail, clearly looking at someone a little bit off camera. He's like, hi! <laughs> I love. I used to love watching those like blooper shows that used to air on like NBC and CBS in the 90s. Now um, there's sinister music playing sinister and music. it's showing the dog up at the, up at the dash. Yeah. And now the gate's gonna close in on Trish. Dun, 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 dun. Oh shit! Scraping noise. Scraping noise. She did. But yeah, the bloopers were great in the '90s. And ever watching one from Fraser <laughs> when uh, they're trying to get Eddie to do something. Eddie's actual name was Moose, and they're trying to get Moose to do something. And they were just basically had to, like kind of cut the scene because he would not listen to his trainer. He was just like barking and like running in a circle. <laughs> Teddy looks very proud of himself. Teddy's a very good murderer. Yeah. <laughs> It was clearly premeditated. Yeah, clear, Teddy clearly had a plan. Yeah. Teddy is the brains of the operation here. Completely knew what he was doing. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're dusting. They're dusting for prints. <laughs> but they're not going to get a fingerprint. So, so I was kind of half watching this last night. And I said, what are they fucking dusting for? Paw prints? And they literally said they pulled a paw print. What, the accident? No my dear sister's ghost rising up from her... Oh, my floor. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So, Professor Trelawney, sorry, sister's ghost <laughs> rises up. <laughs> this is the one time she had an accurate prediction. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did you see Trisha's spirit take I don't understand what is a strange hour to be looking out noise. windows. Why can't you look out windows at night? Like, oh, so she gets weird in the south. My bedroom has the only. She's covering the beagle's ears. Oh no, she's patting him. There's a there's a really hilarious Tumblr post going around about 
cursed places and like certain places where if you hear noises at night, just you just let it go. Mm-hmm. The south is one of them. Like you, if you're living in a rural area, you hear something that sounds like your dog outside, just nothing to get in, but your dog's on the couch beside you. Do not go looking for it because that's bad. And the same thing, like, if you're driving somewhere in Nova Scotia, there's a weird fog, you do not stop, you just power through the fog. Okay, but if you heard, like, someone going through the gate, it might be normal to just be like, Yes, oh, also, that? that's also that. But it could just be one of those things where it's like, don't, don't look at the weird noises outside, because at a certain time of night, it's not a weird noise, it's something coming to get you. Oh my god, there goes the will! Keep in mind, a lot of the South uh, was originally settled by Acadians who were kicked out of Nova Scotia, who took a lot of the weird French superstitions and traditions with them, Yeah, with a fair bit of Celtic mixed in. <laughs> if you hear Zydeco music, that's essentially Acadian Celtic music. Yeah. So, you know, they're asking if the dog could have committed murder and someone said, of course not, he would have to be trained. He'd and have then to be trained. Like, oh, oh, so it so wasn't just premeditated dog murder. No, it was a trained premeditated dog murder. <laughs> yeah. So the neighbor comes up. He's wearing, is that like um, houndstooth? <laughs> is he wearing a houndstooth hat and coat? I think so. Oh my God. Where do you find something, enough fabric that ugly to make an entire suit and matching hat? The old person store. The old, <laughs> old white person store. <laughs> Looks like they skinned a couch. So there's a bunch of sheriffs and people in, like, plaid running around with malefactors. She just fucking forced her way onto a crime scene and is helping a deputy fold up the coat to put in a fucking evidence bag. The dead woman's coat. This is, like, she's touching it all over. She's She's touching it so much. Not even wearing gloves. She's just manhandling it. She's going to put it on, I'm sure. (laughs) She's investigating it. She's hugging it now and folding it up like a football, and she's going to shove it in this bag with this guy. She's, like, rubbing it all over her clothes. Yeah, I mean, this is just contamination of evidence on the highest order. Like, it's so ridiculous. I hope you don't mind if I sort of poke around. She's not a fucking detective. She's a fucking old lady writer. Do not let her contaminate your crime scene like, further. This is even less realistic than fucking Miss Fisher. Miss Fisher, because at least she's like calls herself a lady detective and like yeah. that's what she does, even though she's not police. Yeah, I mean at least with Miss Fisher, like there's some level of authenticity. And there. she like works with the police on the daily. Yeah. <laughs> but- like, I mean, the police are fairly incompetent. This bitch is just a writer. This bitch is just like, I'm retired and I write. I got nothing else to do. Where's your murders? I'm a busybody. <laughs> She's quite sure of it that Teddy pushed the button. Your view of this gate was obstructed at one point. I wonder, did you hear anything unusual? No, ma'am. Okay, so if you hear clanging, it's because um, at oh, 7, 7 o'clock. Yeah, 7 o'clock every night lately, um, people go outside on their balconies and make noise to recognize the frontline healthcare workers in Vancouver, which is kind of lovely, actually. Um, but yeah, it's loud, so you might hear it. Yep, it's loud, um, but I mean, we can't really go to the hospital and say thank you in person, so yeah. <laughs> we gotta do what we have to do. Yeah, our upstairs neighbors are definitely uh, wailing away on some stuff. <laughs> I'm a charge of the ass brigade. <laughs> you ever see that clip of Reba trying to say ice on her show, and Uncle Phil is the judge, and she kept she's trying so hard to say ice, but she keeps keeps saying ass, ass. <laughs> she just like try it again, ass. <laughs> he slipped on the ass. <laughs> Uncle Phil is just like losing his shit. 
Anyway, the lawyer has some sketchy grease marks on his pants. Not skid marks, but you know. (laughs) (laughs) Sinister music playing. So he's saying that no one saw, he didn't see anybody drive by from where he was stopped to fix his tire. The killer is in the house. The call is coming from inside the beagle. Busybody is just like, I want to clean your fucking pants for you, bitch. (laughs) Why does she want to clean the evidence again? She's fucking with the evidence again. (laughs) Get your hands off the evidence, Jessica. (laughs) Social distancing woman. How do you train a dog to press a button? Fucking repetition. So Jessica's convinced that someone trained the dog to do this. <laughs> well, they did. <laughs> well, no, I know, but it's hilarious that like she's the one who is just. Yeah. Framing the dog. Just the fact that they said. Okay. Talking about a dog. If he's been possessed, you've seen too many Stephen King movies. But uh, Professor Trollney says such thing as possession. Well, think again, because my cousin has worked it all out. Go and tell him, Jessica. Me, I wanted to talk to the sheriff about it privately. Get it all worked, Daddy. Let us all in on it. Oh, this should be good. I only have a theory. Splendid. Do tell us all, Mrs. Fletcher. I hate this. I hate this guy. I also hate his fake voice. You and I should discuss it together. Tell us all, Mrs. Fletcher. This dude looks like if Quentin Tarantino and a sloth had a baby. He's really unfortunate. He's really bad looking. I believe that it, it could have happened like this. Now, Trish came home at 2 a.m. Reckless driving made her Mercedes... Reckless driving. I think she was ham. <laughs> yeah, that's a kind way of putting that's it. That's a kind way of putting it. That she was a danger to society. I pushed the intercom buzzer. Barnes looked into his monitor and saw someone outlined against the headlight. But who was but no it? spoke into the intercom. Barnes assumed it was Trish. Well, yeah, he would assume it was Trish. Mm-hmm. Barnes went out to pick her up. The door closed and locked behind him. And Teddy's a very good boy looking at a straighter <laughs> off camera. Yeah. Now, Barnes couldn't see the gate from the drive, but Morgana could. This is seriously like fucking knives out. This is hilarious. I know. Without the, you know, commentary yeah, <laughs> about well, society, God. but... <laughs> No, Knives Out actually had a, a purpose. This yeah. is just the old white lady medals and things. I'm a heavy sleeper. You know that. I saw her spirit. I swear. Oh, you saw something. <laughs> or rather, someone. The murderer. I don't understand. You what color is this guy in your world, Morgana? Rise up before the gate closed. But who was it? Now, at that time, you had no way of knowing that your sister would die. It was only later... That you interpreted what you saw as a ghost. Now I believe that Trish was still inside the car. That she was either unconscious or or drunk. I think the killer drove her home, deliberately swerving along the road to make it look like drunk driving. 
Maybe you should just go fucking like dust the car for yeah. Prince. <laughs> you ever see uh, the the GIF uh, out there with uh, um, I think it's Animaniacs and they're like dusting for Prince, and uh, <laughs> one of them goes, uh, Yaka goes fingerprints, and Dot holds up Prince, and yeah. she's like Prince, and they're like no fingerprints, and she's like oh, it's like that show was fucking raunchy. <laughs> Again, Warner Brothers, very bad sometimes, but great. Oh, yeah. The murderer must have trained him to scratch on the door of the security room every night. That same person taught him to press the button when he heard... I love the hand gesture she's doing when she says, press the button. Press the button. Possibly. One like this. Got some initials on it, too. Nope, there's a dog whistle. Is there an ABF in the house? Abigail Benton Freestand. <laughs> so Abby's been framed for murder. <laughs> yeah, because it ain't Abby. And the hilarious thing about this show is that fucking half the time at a crime scene, there's like some monogram thing that the killer accidentally left behind. It's so good that the, the killer just leaves calling cards every time. So now Abby's in jail. I think they really liked monogramming things in the 80s. Yeah, well, they? they definitely did. Yeah. <laughs> so Abby's in jail and Teddy is in the fucking jail cell next to her. They put the fucking dog in jail. In jail. Like not <laughs> is... not like a, a like a veterinary like compound. No, he's like in he's a, in lockup on in, a bed. In human jail. Yeah, he's in lockup with Abby. <laughs> but like in a different cell because they because yeah. <laughs> couldn't be together. Because they would have probably plot something. <laughs> yeah, this is they're gonna get their story straight. They're gonna corroborate the evidence. So Foghorn Leghorn is, uh... <laughs> so they say that maybe Teddy killed Denton. Well, I mean, Jessica's there, so it's not weird that there's any kind of murders, any, any number of murders. There's often multiple murders in these episodes. Is Jessica a curse? Jessica's a cursed person. She's always bringing murders. Yeah, if she's not murdering them, she's definitely She's definitely a, a vessel. Luck. I would not want to hang out with Jessica. Thank God. No, no. God, you just you want to have to eat? No, I'm good. No, I'm good. She, I would definitely social distance with her. Yeah. Away from her. I would, no, that's what I'm saying. Social distance. Yeah. I'll see you later. Yeah. You, you do your thing. <laughs> We're good. I'm going to remain more than two meters away from yeah. you. So I'm not six feet underground. <laughs> oh no, this is fine. I need the exercise and some time to think. She's wearing like the most old lady outfit, but, like a ton of scarves and like a trench coat and umbrella. She's in the south on a sunny day and she's got a fucking trench coat and umbrella. I feel like older ladies just look like fucking older in the eighties because we knew lots of people around like Angela Lansbury's age that she is here and they do not look like this and no. they do not look, look like the Golden Girls ladies. No. So is she about 60? She's 60 or so when she's filming this. Oh yeah, no, we definitely know people who were around her age. And who they look like 20 amazing. years yeah. younger. And but, you know, my thought on that though, pussy keeps you looking young. <laughs> Just have a nice, nice steady diet of pussy and you'll look amazing. Your skin will be flawless. Well, I would Fletcher out for a walk. Morning, Will? Everything's now so sweet after the rain. There's been no fucking rain. <laughs> if there was rain, you wouldn't be able to see the fucking tire tracks that you're poking at. You wouldn't happen to have one of the sheriff's new metal detectors with you, would you? A new metal detector. This I like this Rob Lowe knockoff they have here. He's like the little boy puppy version of Rob Lowe. Did you know that uh, Jerry Curry is actually... Um, Convenient, who's a chainsaw here? She is a chainsaw artist. 
You told me that, and then I promptly forgot about it just because it's so bizarre. Like, that's not... Yeah, no, it's it's a lot. I'm trying to find... The, I have... Oh, here it is. I actually... <laughs> I have her book right here beside me on the floor because we record on the floor because we're fucking weird like that. <laughs> well, we got to be close to the TV. I know. Yeah. Oh, I, I forgot the case too was on the cover in the book that inspired the movie The Runaways. <laughs> Neon Angel. Neon Angel. If you ever see our, our bookshelf in the background of our photos on social media, Chloe arranged all of it, so it's very well organized. Oh yeah, so there's like gay shit, and then there's fantasy shit, and then like Canadian novels. I do have to ask though, so we have the gay shit, and then we have the bell jar. <laughs> And then we have all the Harry Potter stuff and then a bunch of music stuff. Okay, well, I mean, I couldn't do it perfectly because there's only so many... Like, you've got to account for, like, space on the show. No, and also, I feel like I could just pull the... Like, the fall on your knees should be up with the gay stuff. Yes, but I, I had to make decisions, okay? <laughs> I'm going to be murdered in my sleep for this, dear listeners. It was nice knowing you. Also, things have gotten a little bit mixed up as we've, like... I've gotten more books and I've been just trying to put them away. Yeah. Also, we're trying to read a lot because what else are we going to fucking do when we're on lockdown? Though I only have recently started to be able to read again after this whole thing because my brain was not yeah. letting me focus for a while, so. Oh, if you want to read something completely horrifying for this day and age, uh, an amazing book. It's so good. I picked the wrong time to read it. It's called A Song for a New Day. I think it's by Sarah Pisker. Pinsker? Um... It's about a musician who, she was the last person to play a show in The Before. Um, her last show coincided with a mass terrorist attack on North America, and then a pox broke out, and uh, a bunch of people died from weird infections and fevers, and there were congregation laws, so gatherings over 30 were banned. And everything was shipped to your house via drone, and then VR took off in a big way. So I'm like, this is great. This is just great. great. This yeah, is awesome. I started reading it about a month ago, I guess, and at that point, I wasn't that concerned about it because everything still felt pretty normal. Yeah. And then, and then I, I didn't finished read it for a couple of weeks, and then I was like, I am absolutely not reading this right now. No, I, I finished it like just as things were getting really, really, really bad in Italy, and I was like, oh shit. <laughs> I will put that one aside yeah. for a long time, and it's, definitely uh, if you if you're a masochist, read it. And most of what I read is dystopian fiction, so I'm like, what yeah. do I do? Because I can't read this right now. Yeah. Anyway, so back to this bullshit. Um, <laughs> the beagle is on trial. The beagle is literally on trial. The dog is literally in a courtroom on trial. And Jessica's trying to convince people that Teddy has been trained, but not by Abby. So it's blowing a dog whistle, and he's barking, and oh no, the noise! This is an ultrasonic whistle, audible only to a dog. Now please, go into the hallway and blow into the. So they've set up an intercom. <laughs> they're all like, "Who is this batty old lady? Like, what the fuck?" I love how they're all just taking the word of a fucking author as gospel truth. I know. <laughs> None of this is realistic. She I is not it. a fucking lawyer. She's not a fucking. Why are they giving her the? Why are they giving her space? She's not a fucking lawyer. So Teddy couldn't hear the whistle through the intercom. They called her like a friend of the court or something. That's what they're presenting oh, her as. Oh, for the love of Jesus. <laughs> anyway, it doesn't resonate through the speaker. Yeah, so, so Teddy couldn't hear a whistle through the speaker. Or that whistle that anyway. That whistle anyway. So it's not Abby. Some crickets. Uh, Nightbird. Nightbird. Yeah. Nightbird. Sing, come away, come away, come away. 
I mean, Morgana clearly is a fucking Stevie Nicks ripoff. <laughs> Sorry, I'll stop. No, no one needs to hear me sing badly anymore. <laughs> She's like, you're all stupid. She's like, you're all fucking dumb. Teddy had to be discredited. That is an actual phrase someone said about a dog on trial for murder. <laughs> Who has just been looking for Lauren in human prison. Yeah. I just feel like this is like this is full on Xena levels of nuts. <laughs> when we were watching this last night, we'd had a couple beers already and we were like, what the fuck? This like, was this is I think one of the weirdest things I have ever watched. Never expected to inherit. Somebody deeply in debt through bad investments. No. Someone who needed an income. So they all they all need money. Oh, so the lawyer is the one who needs the money. This is like the literal only time in the history of my watching murder mystery things that I have ever guessed who the actual killer is, like in the first third of the episode. And I think it's pretty obvious in this one, so that's the only reason I got it, but still. Why did she do it? For the millions that she couldn't wait to inherit? Yeah, so she so he was in cahoots with uh, somebody else. But I suspect she was told that she would by the one person who had seen the will. Yeah, so this is the thing, uh, this, the banner in the back, Camp Number 4, Greenville, uh, is it sons, sons of Confederates, Sons of Confederate Veterans of the Civil War. The Confederacy was the bad one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just, I, I feel like sometimes in the South, like, maybe you shouldn't hold on to that kind of stuff. Yeah, they're not engaging with the flag sign but it's, thing, it's there. but it's there. Now, my, my friends and neighbors know me better than that. I mean, if they were filming on location, I would see why they would have that. I don't think you would really need to bring that in. They could take that down. They could take that down. You don't actually need that. Yes, I do. So do lots of other people. Do you ever ride out by the Langley Manor? Sometimes. <laughs> what about the night that Trish died? No. Oh, the night that Patty Murphy died. <laughs> what the fuck is a bicycle clip? Like, what the hell is this? Is it something that... I don't know. to anybody. Is, oh, is it one of those? Is it one of those things that um, they're uh, oh, I I had one, but it was like a Velcro reflector band. You wrap it around your leg so you'll be seen at night. But also, if <laughs> when I was riding a bike, I was still wearing flared jeans, and I would use it to keep my flared jeans from getting caught in the chain. <laughs> is that why his pants? That's probably yeah. Okay, yeah. now I get it. Okay, so this is essentially yeah. a reflector belt. Yeah. So he's got the greasy mark on his trousers. His trousers. I told you I got that mark. Changing a tire. Changing a tire. Couldn't bike tire. Two days ago, I saw your tire tracks and all. Okay, she's just gonna say I saw your tire tracks, and they're all taking it at face value. Like, oh yes, I believe the old lady. This is true. Like most people, the spare's never been out of the trunk. It would have shown deep new tread. Not necessarily. Why don't we look in the trunk? She's like, bitch, open your trunk. I'm gonna have at it. For your greasy trousers. Greasy trousers. Greasy trousers. Disgusting. It sounds so bad. <laughs> you may as well just say shitty pants. <laughs> now, now we're going to have some fine acting by Teddy the Beagle. So there's birds tweeting on intercom. Oh, what are you going to do? Oh, he hit the button. Oh, t- good boy hitting, the, hitting his cues. Good boy. <laughs> and now he's running over to the lawyer. To get a treat. 
One of my other favorite things about this show, which is so ridiculous, is that, like, I've seen seven episodes and in half the episodes, Jessica's had, like, a heart-to-heart with the killer at the end while they sob, and I'm like, yeah, that's very odd. Just, like, connecting to the killer. Yeah, it's weird. Maybe it's, maybe it's part of the whole, like, I literally watched this when I was, like, four and five. Like, I have minimal memories of it. Maybe this is her way of, like, getting in the mind of the killer. While they cry on her shoulder about their remorse. I don't know. <laughs> so Teddy has a new home with the buddy next door with his 600 acres. <laughs> with Denton's possible gay lover. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's like grabbed by the collar and was like, you missed your mark, dog, get over here. Brutal. That's, well, the relatives were poor now. Get a job or starve. Like I said, this is a very weird prequel to Knives Out. <laughs> this dog is just being like carried around so much. Like, he seems really happy about it. He seems good with it. Yeah, the dog is like, you know, he's a mediocre actor. He's not going to get any nominations for this. <laughs> but, you know, he's happy to have the work. <laughs> I think he's pretty good as a dog actor. Yeah, I mean, if there's if there's like a dog Emmy, he's like he, I'm sure he'd be nominated for like the best guest appearance. Oh, look at it! So he's driving away in a truck that says uh, Cassidy Kendall's home of the millionaire stud prize-winning beagles. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Okay, so th- thank you for listening to the Cabin Fever episode of Warriors, Bars, and Brews. We will do a Xena one. We have two. Ep- we have Xena one planned and Ocean's Eight planned. We'll do both of those and get them up shortly. Yeah. Um. This is just a bonus thing because we need something to do so we don't go fucking completely bonkers. Yeah, we're really particularly dedicated to sticking to a schedule right now. This might just be a bonus one that we throw up in the middle of the week. We'll see. Yeah. Um, uh, thank you for listening. Um, if you're also kind of quarantined or in isolation or social distancing, like tweet us or something because like we're fucking bored. Yeah. So what's our social media? Uh, WBB underscore podcast on Twitter and Instagram and WBB podcast one at Gmail. And if you have a beagle, send us pictures and we'll tell you how cute they are compared to Teddy. Or if you just have animals in general, we want to see them. Yeah. Send us, send us pictures of your pets. We'll, we'll put them on our social medias. <laughs> Maybe, but we'll at least... No, I will definitely put them on okay. <laughs> social media. Um, and have also, you seen it? Like, it's a bit of a mess right now. Like, we'll put anything up there. And also, just I have to reiterate that if you are needing some like light television to distract you from the hellfire that is our world, just watch <laughs> either Miss Fisher's Murder Mysteries or Murder, She Wrote, or both of them. I recommend both of them. Or Dancing with the Birds on Netflix. Oh my god. That <laughs> the thing about the documentary about the birds mating dances that is set to like big band and jazz music and narrated by Stephen, Stephen Fry. Fry. I I'm going to get super baked this weekend. Not that time has any meaning now. We're all on like airport time. Time is irrelevant and you can drink whenever you want to because it's always five o'clock somewhere. I mean, I don't think you need to be any kind of intoxicated to no. appreciate this, but it wouldn't hurt. No, I'm, we watched it once completely sober. It was hilarious. I'm definitely going to get high and watch it again because it's going to be fun. So funny. We were in tears. I had literal tears running down my face at some of this. It's so good. Uh, yeah, so send us your pets, watch some fun stuff, take care of yourselves, 
tweet us whatever if you want to chat like honestly we're in the house doing not much of anything (laughs) and if you have a nintendo switch i have mario kart now so send me your friend info and we can race Mm -hmm. yeah yeah podcast was quiet today this is nice Mm -hmm. thank you for listening and we'll see you next time